What's going on? It's time for another episode of Too Hard for the Radio. Transmitting from the future free state of greater Idaho, I am the one-armed madman. And from the badlands of southern Montana, it's Nolan5150. What's up, man? How you doing? Oh, fuck, man. Doing pretty good. Had a week off, I guess, from uh, from the the show, and got a lot of got a lot of stuff to cover. I think, but uh, did I wanted to ask you? You didn't have to. You didn't have to say we had the week off because of the way I structured things. <laughs> <laughs> and it, and if you're watching this on YouTube, if you're wondering, hey, wait a minute, this is episode twenty five, and the last one I saw was two weeks ago because and it was episode twenty three. That's because I got a little loose with the language on the trans community last week and decided it was best not to put that one on YouTube. And then a couple days later, Matt Walsh got nuked on fucking YouTube, which was just, you know, fucking wild. I actually, I have a story about that, but we'll get to it later. We'll get to it later. First, midget wrestling. (laughs) I went to midget wrestling last, last week. And dude, I was pumped for it. Like John calls me up. He's like, dude, you got to come to midget wrestling. It's going to be awesome. He's all fired up. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. I am down for some midget wrestling. He's like, Bridget, the midget stabbed her fucking ex-husband, went to prison. And now she's wrestling again. I'm like, fuck yeah. Real ass dude. And, uh, so we, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready to walk out the fucking door and I get a call and I'm thinking it's John going to be like, hurry the fuck up. Cause that's usually what happens when I'm late. And uh, he calls, he goes, Hey, just want to let you know it's outside. I'm like, Oh no, <laughs> it's like 45 degrees out right now. And I'm looking out. There's, there's clouds up in the sky. I'm like, Oh man. And right then didn't want to go. Yeah. Did not want to go. But I couldn't, like, I just didn't have it in me to be like, yeah, man, I'm a pussy. I can't fucking be outside in this kind of weather right now. Like, you're not going to want me there anyways, so like, don't feel bad about it. But I, I went, and I didn't fucking dress warm enough. And so, like, we get there, and one of the first things I look for is, is um, are they serving Bud Light? And I look behind the bar. <laughs> Uh, and there's a there's a missing a missing tap. I'm like, ooh, I wonder. I wonder. They didn't have. They had like two domestic beers. So, yeah. you know, maybe. But th- I asked him. I go, you got Bud Light bottles? And she's like, the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm just kidding. I just wanted to see if you had them. And then the midgets, dude, same thing. They're like, how many of you pussies out there are drinking Bud Light tonight? It's <laughs> like, yeah, fuck you. And so it, it starts up and it was pretty good, like for the first few minutes. And then it starts fucking snowing. Oh, wow. And I got, yeah, and I got wet and I got fucking cold right off the bat. And I couldn't even drink my beer anymore. I was like, oh man, I'm just too fucking cold. And I had these hand warmers. John gave me these hand warmers. So I had, they were the sticky ones. So I had like two of them stuck to the bottom and two of them stuck to the top. So, and it, they still didn't work. And like, I wanted to, we were close to his house, so I could have fucking walked and left, but, um, I didn't want to be rude, you know? And I just kind of just chilled back. And by the end of the night, man, 
I was just ready to go, and I was just thinking about my hot tub the whole way home. <laughs> I got home, and I should have taken a picture of it. My iPad's so fucking cool, dude. My iPad has this thermal camera on it. I'm sure your phone probably has it, too. But when you when I'm cold, like, you can take pictures of both of my hands, and, or, well, my arms. <laughs> and uh, this one will be, like, all red and yellow. It'll have a little bit of blue right there where the scarring is because yeah. it doesn't get quite as hot. And then you turn over to here, and even though there's like no scarring, the whole arm's just blue. Yeah, no circulation, huh? When you look at it, yeah, I, I like try to explain to people that I'm cold, and they're like, oh, don't be a pussy. And I'll pull out the phone. And I'm like, look, dude, I'm fucking cold. I'm not joking here. <laughs> this is like why I don't go snowboarding all the time right. anymore. Is because yeah. I get fucking cold, and I get sick of people calling me a pussy. <laughs> Fuck. Well, Dude, one of the last times I went, one of the last times I went snowboarding, I fucking cracked my dentures on my hook and had a big old Jim Carrey tooth <laughs> going on. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, uh, well, uh, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you because I don't know if you saw or heard at all, but um, and I, I'm pretty sure I can't remember. I saw a map. You might have been able to see a little bit, but the fucking northern lights were popping off last night. Really, at your place? Oh yeah, yeah. I meant to send you a no picture. Shit. Yeah, I I posted it on my story, but it was it was wild, man. It was crazy. I wow. it started going nuts, and I was like, "Fuck! I should have eaten mushrooms," because it was one of those moments. Wow. Like at one point, you couldn't. And it was weird because it just kind of looked like kind of white wisps and whatever, and you could see the the like waves of whatever, and yeah. um, and I can't rem- I saw a video somewhere that said it that's what it looks like to the naked eye, but then when you look at it through the lens of your oh. phone, your camera on your phone, I know that's you- when it pops, and I did that, and it was it was crazy, man. It was wild. So one night I'm in I'm in Maui. I just moved to Maui maybe a few weeks before and I was living at my aunt's place crashing on the couch smoking meth down by the beach every night every now and then and uh (laughs) one night I go outside and I look up and there's this big gray streak through the sky and I go fuck is that and I look up and I go that's a fucking rainbow no way (laughs) and I start looking around and there's a full moon behind me and rain in YMA because it rains in YMA all the fucking time. So I don't remember exactly how it was set up. Maybe the full moon was in front of me and it's shining through the rain and just projecting this big fucking rainbow. And I was like, this is fucking crazy. Am I on something? I didn't think I was on anything that (laughs) night, but I was like, this is wild. So I go inside and I like, look it up on the internet and I found out like it's a moon bow. It's called a moon bow. It's like pull everybody outside. I'm not crazy. Look at this fucking thing. Nobody'd ever seen one before. We're like, holy shit. Wow. And then the same thing, like all the pictures on the internet were just crazy. But back then cell phones didn't have those kind of cameras. Yeah. It was still like early iPhone. So you had to have, I think it was like, um, like a high shutter, sp- something. I don't remember what it was, but you're, I'm sure your phone has it now. But yeah, they, they only happen a couple places in the world. They happen in uh, West Maui, Waimea, and Victoria Falls. Those are like the places that it happens like on a continual basis. 
which I thought was fucking rad. Yeah, that's crazy. That at, at one point, man, like it it looked like everything was kind of like going up to it made me feel like I was in a dome, obviously. But uh, I was I was tripping out. And then and then I start thinking, I'm like, well, no wonder all these, you know, these uh, cultures, uh, previous civilizations Natives. and stuff uh, would see this this in these insane like celestial events or whatever you want to call them. And and then, you know. Be like, yeah, there's definitely got to be somebody in charge up there. Like, all the fucking crazy stories of, like, battles with fucking. I see Odin in yeah. the lights. Right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now, now. The... Are you going to take shrooms tonight just in case? <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> just a little, little preemptive, preemptive psychedelics. Uh so uh, yeah, dude, I was out in the hot tub last night at like one o'clock in the morning, looking straight up, and I didn't see a fucking thing. Yeah, this it it was going on like like ten ten thirty out here. Oh it wow, I'll early. have to go out earlier yeah. then. But uh, so you're gonna have to put your tinfoil hat on a little bit for this one. But call oh. call me crazy, but that hey, that I had a guy on last week. I had a guy on last week that says that there's aliens in the government. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> I'm gonna try to follow that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so now that uh, and Northern Lights is like some some atmospheric reaction with uh, basically what uh, I don't know what it what exactly it is. It's like particles or whatever, some electrical reaction of particles in space reacting with the atmosphere, as far as I understand. Um, and then today, like I just walked outside and looked up. And it was just chemtrails, 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 chemtrails. And I'm like, okay, so maybe that fucked up something going on and they just had to relace the atmosphere. That, that, um, see, this is wild. So that, that show that I sent you the, the link to, uh, three body Chinese show, it's fucking badass. It's banging. They have this observatory up on top of a mountain and every time they turn the motherfucker on, they get thunder and lightning in the snow. And it's like, they don't play that type of shit in America because it'd be like, wait a minute. Are you, are you telling that you can, act-? people don't know that you can actually fucking do shit like that. And I, th- I, I don't know. It's just weird how like different cultures have different taboos. Yeah. And you kind of spot some spot them when you're when you're seeing shit like that and yeah i noticed that i was like man i just don't know that you would see that on an american show that this is like a this is based on a on a like you know the equivalent of the martian in china like they're they're andy weir like this guy writes amazing fucking sci-fi i read a couple of his books they're they're inter they're like it's weird like i liked them and then I didn't like him at the same time. He spent like far too much time on shit that I would call boring. Yeah. Like he had in this book where, you know, it's supposed to be like a 20, it is a 21st century war of the worlds type thing. And like, there's whole chapters of the book where he's like this woman that he's infatuated with kills herself in the show. And then like, well, in the book. And then he just like keeps infatuating about her and like dreaming up scenarios and talking to her all. 
and this is you know like long segments of a book on on the show it's not bad because you kind of just see him like daydreaming and they'll show like a flash showing his memory but it doesn't take forever in the book it's like this could last for fucking a whole chapter where it's just this whole thing and it's like come on man i want to hear you know, I'm an American. I want aliens. I want explosions. I want fucking yeah. action. La- freaking lasers, Stop fucking man. with me. Give me the fucking lasers, man. Fuck yeah. Ooh, I got... All right, speak, well... One, one, one more real quick thing I saw. Yeah, yeah, uh, go. T- touching on the rainbows and the midgets. <clears throat> I saw an article that this, uh, like, 5'3 Irish guy was running around dressed up like a leprechaun, um... Um, extorting sexual favors from women for <laughs> telling them where the pot of gold is. <laughs> That's a great grift. Yeah. The fucking midgets at the at the midget wrestling, they had um, midget lives mattered shirts that they were selling. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> at one point, I'm fucking... They have like a guy dressed up as a ninja and then a guy dressed up as like I don't know, a karate or something. They're both wearing, like, the Mexican masks. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, it's just the same guy who went in the back and fucking <laughs> switched his switched his shit around. Yeah. Or, you know, he threw a fucking gi over the top of his leotard, and now he's back out here. And then they fought in the next fight. And I was like, well, maybe not. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, I'm hyped up about Idaho. Idaho's been fucking good. You know... I've been to a couple concerts and the midget wrestling lately and it's uh dude, the crowds are promising. The people that you meet are good people. They're like, it reminds me of what the atmosphere of Northern California or Temecula was like when we were living there. Yeah. A bunch of fucking bros, you know, the bro culture for sure. Like, like, you know, the, what do they fucking call them? I guess it's the motor bros, the guy 909ers with, militia types that's a that's a fucking type of dude around here and luckily for me like you know you get to talking and bullshitting and um people like you know how long did you move here ago and they're kind of like waiting to fucking shit on you yeah you know for just moving to california oh yeah yeah, yeah." and i'll go eight years ago and they're like oh yeah you know you're good you kind of yeah yeah grandfathered in you fucking (laughs) moved here before it was before it was the place to be yeah i get i kind of get the same thing when people start talking to me and uh, I don't know. I guess it's kind of obvious that I'm not like born and raised in Montana. So, you know, I'm at a bar or whatever, and then comes up in conversation. They're like, Oh, where are you, you know, where are you from? Whatever. And of course, you know, I, uh, a lot of times before I even say California, they're like California. And I'm like, yeah, but, <laughs> and then same thing. I'm like, yeah, well, my family moved here initially in 99 and I've lived like a grand total now of probably like, I don't know, 13, 14 years of my life out here. So same thing. I was like, I feel like, you know, and I mean, if you were going to, if you were going to segment California into like normal and liberal areas, we lived in the most normal areas in California, Northern California and Temecula. I mean, Temecula's it's, it's kind of like inland I mean, Orange they're, County. In they're Orange. not fucking buying this climate change bullshit. If anybody's no. not buying it, it's motocrossers. Yep. You know, uh, Brian Deegan. You know, they do their 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 vlog, and uh, you know he's he's going out to shoot guns the other day, and he's got his AR strapped up, and he's 
like, yeah, you know, fucking DeSantis just passed a law where you can conceal carry in this state. People are freaking out about it, but should have never been a law anyways. Yep. You're right. Yep. You know, I'm like, good job, Brian Deegan. Good job. You're an <laughs> asshole. I'm not a huge fan of you. Good job. At least you're fucking saying the right shit. He's like calm. He's like on the DL, like where we're overt about it. You can tell he'll fucking let it loose when the cameras are off. But yeah. like he kind of kind of lets you fucking see a little bit of it every now and then. You go, oh, yeah, these, yeah, yeah, you know, normal. <laughs> you, they got some Trump. They got some Trump memorabilia hidden away in their house. <laughs> That's <right>. my guess. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Like I was talking to a guy at the bar the other night and uh I was telling him the same thing. I was like, you know, this kind of feels like Northern California. And he's like, is that a good thing or a bad thing? He goes, I think it's a bad thing. I go, I don't know. Because everybody we're surrounded with, the type of people that I'm meeting, we're all like-minded people. We want Idaho to essentially stay how it is. But we were also probably a, a, you know, a fairly large majority in California as well. And we let it happen there. So is it like, are we going to be complacent and let it happen here? Or are we going to, you know, fight back? Yeah. And throw these monsters out of the state before they can take it over. You know, there's a, there's a Facebook group. They need to get their shit together. I like look at these things and I'm like, what are you doing? It's a Facebook group called Idaho Liberty Dogs. And they're all over the, the schools and shit like that. But it's like, come on, man, you can't just have a fucking Facebook group. Like, yeah. Get it together, build a website, set it up for blogs so you can have a couple people write blogs and then people can share them on the internet and you're not just fucking, I don't, last thing I want to do is like scroll through this Facebook group to find (laughs) shit about the schools. Like just give me the fucking shit and then you can direct me to the Facebook group from there. Right. If I want to do that. But I, I have no, you know, it's like. I was trying to do the social media thing when we started the show. It's like, I got to at least show people, you know, like try and get some followers or something. And then after a while, it's like, I don't like this. And if it's like, have a successful show and do social media or not and not, I'd rather not and not. Yeah. (laughs) If we can get a decent amount, if we can get a, you know, a few hundred viewers a week, a few hundred people a week, I'm fine with that. I don't need to go and do Twitter wars all night. Yeah. I, yeah. If I'm not good at that shit either, it burns at me. I'll be laying in bed and be like, Oh man, I, I should have said this instead of that. <laughs> if, it just yeah. eats at me, even with school, dude, my school <laughs> shit, I'll fuck. Somebody will say something that pisses me off at school and I'll, it'll just fucking eat at me. I'll be like, this fucking guy doesn't even know what the fuck he's talking about. Laying there in bed at one o'clock in the morning, thinking about some asshole. <laughs> In school, that it means nothing to me. Yep. It literally means nothing to me. Yep. But it'll keep me from going to sleep at night. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild. I don't know what's wrong. I'm I'm an insane person. <laughs> I would blame it on the brain damage, but I've always been this way. Yeah, yeah. So, I you know, can can <laughs> confirm. <laughs> yes, you can. All right. Well, on that note, let's make Idaho bigger. <laughs> Hell yeah. Proposal in Oregon would bribe the homeless to stay out on the streets by paying them $1,000 per month. This is of the many factors, one of the many factors, propelling the Greater Idaho Movement with 11 conservative counties in Oregon attempting to secede the state and join Idaho. Idaho State Representative Barbara Ehart joins us now. Good morning, Barbara. 
Good morning. Thanks Good for morning. having me. Well, thanks for coming on. Yeah, this is going to make out. even more people in Oregon want to move to your state. How do you feel about that? You know, this has been an interesting experience from the very beginning when I was approached about uh, just listening to a conversation, uh, you know. Like, first off, you got to be a fucking badass to, to do something like this. I don't know how I skipped through that happened, but you know what I mean? Like, someone's coming to you and like, hey, we're going to fucking try and leave. And it, you know, this is going to drive the liberals nuts the closer and closer it gets. So, like, just props to this lady for being a beast right off the bat. Let's listen. And would Idaho movement with 11 conservatives. Good morning. Thanks Good for morning. having me. Well, thanks for coming on. Yeah, this is going to make even more people in Oregon want to move to your state. How do you feel about that? You know, this has been an interesting experience from the very beginning when I was approached about uh, just listening to a conversation, uh, you know, uh, just over two years ago. It made sense right away. It made sense to look at some like-minded people and, and also... Um, for us in Idaho, why not have that conversation? We've been the fastest growing state in the nation. We have, you know, thing. a lot of people moving in here to look at that landmass, to look at the resources, the water, the timber, you know, the minerals. Why not have that conversation? And on top of it, we look at what's happening to Eastern Oregon. They, they do not share the same values as those who are passing and making these decisions. These decisions are completely antithetical to a constitutional republic. It's really kind of disappointing. Do both states have to agree to this? Yes, uh, both states would have to agree to this. And then uh, if that happened, then it would go to Congress and Congress would then have to approve it. And though many people say, you know, this, this is not possible. There's a lot that has to happen before, you know, for this to even be considered. I say, I grant that. This seems like a, a big wish list. But you know what? Without taking these steps and having these conversation and Oregon having their counties vote to move forward on this, it certainly wouldn't happen. But, you know, personally, I think it could happen. I, I, I like the idea. All right. Now think about this. A couple of years ago, I come to you and I go, no one, I'm giving you two choices. In the next 10 years, everyone in America is going to get locked in their homes and they're going to take orders from the TV or Oregon is going to, a few counties in Oregon are going to secede and become part of Idaho. <laughs> everybody picks, everybody picks that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You go, are you crazy? Everyone in the country is going to get locked in their fucking house. That is the most insane thing I have ever heard in my life. Never going to happen. Sure. I could see these counties that are sick of Portland. Oh, big time. Over. Yeah. So like, it's not as crazy as people might think. And, dude, the more people get fed up with what's going on in these cities and with people just fucking making decisions for you that are just against everything, not even just against everything that you believe, but they just hate you and they're yeah. overt about it. They're not even like hiding the fact. I like how in, in the video she goes, our values are completely different from those who are making the decisions. And you can tell that she was like holding back. Our values are completely different from these unholy monsters. That's what she wanted to say yeah. from these godless hooligans. Like we, we hate these people and they should not be making decisions for anybody, let alone our children. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what she really wants to say, but mm -hmm. she backs it off and goes, eh, you know, we, we can see it. These fucking leftists, man, 
They don't give a shit. They'll just shit on you. They'll call you every fucking name in the book. I was called, dude, I, I got in a battle with a guy that I, I was so naive when I was younger, when I was living in San Francisco, I didn't understand any of this shit. When I lived in San Francisco, Occupy Wall Street was on the fucking streets and I didn't even know really what they were talking about. I was just like, move these fucking hippies (laughs) off the street. They stink. And that was kind of like the overall view in the city was like these fucking people are just taking advantage of some bullshit. They're camped out. They don't even know why they're here. So it was just kind of like, get these fucking people off the streets. And, uh, yeah, it was, I kind of lost, I kind of lost track of what I was saying. Well, that's, that's one um, thing, that's one thing we definitely don't have to put up with too much of, um, around here. It, uh, the winter really scares, scares all the, all the bums out. It's crazy when you see a hardcore Hardcore bum. I don't know where they're living or where they're sleeping, but, you know, it'll be snowing and, like, negative 10 degrees out, and that motherfucker's still standing on the side of the off-ramp. <laughs> Almost makes me want to give him that's a buck. When you know, <laughs> that's when you look and you go, we're a different species now. <laughs> like, that's a fucking ancient person. Yeah. That's a native. That's a native. <laughs> we don't... We can't do that anymore. <laughs> I've got a good bum story. So, when I was living in San Francisco... I lived right on an off-ramp over in um, San Bruno Avenue. So I was right next to the Cow Palace, one of the worst fucking neighborhoods in the city. Just a shithole. And it was me and, like, five other white people. So there was this, like, there was this fucking liquor store down on the corner. I always stopped there to get cigarettes. I smoked menthols. (laughs) Fucking Newports, homie. And so I'd go out and I'd fucking light up a cigarette and, uh, dude, all the black guys would be standing out by my bike. Every once in a while, like, somebody would be sitting on it. I'd get out there, and they'd be fucking, yeah, dude, this thing's fucked. And it was my DRZ. I wouldn't have had none of that on the old Bulski. Oh, yeah. But the DRZ, it's like, you are not, you can't hurt that yeah, bike, yeah. even if they drop it. Yeah. You know, what are you going to do? Bust Knock the lever. one of my mirrors off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, no, the, the levers were chopped off. Oh, Al yeah. used to run yeah, yeah. Two-finger leathers, yeah. levers, so they were chopped off. So, yeah, no. I think it had handguards. It actually, it had wraparound to Cherby's handguards with busters. the fucking... Yeah, yeah, dude, the big bark busters with the aluminum rod through them yep. so I could go smashing through mirrors if I needed Fuck to. Yeah. <laughs> I kicked this black woman's mirror off one time, and it, dude, it fucked my knee up so bad. That's <laughs> what I get. <laughs> yeah, karma. It, I, the funny part was actually I got up next to her. I was on the Z, and I, I went for it, and then I missed. <laughs> <laughs> so you had to take another And then I got it, it the second yeah, dude, and she was uh, laughing at me. She was fucking uh, talking shit, laughing at me, and I was like, fuck this. I'm going to back off. She's going to forget that I'm here or think that I gave up, and then I'm just going to hammer her, and I did. I just got close to her and just legs straight out like I was going through a corner and just bam, and my knee hyperextended. I was just like, <laughs> and I'm still giving her the finger because I have to, Absolutely. you know, but yeah, dude, I got the worst. I got the worst of that situation. <laughs> Anyways, back to my bum story. So one night, I'm, I, I got to wake up at like 5.30 to be in the bar on Saturday mornings because of college football. I got to be there early enough to open. I, I think I got to be there at like 6.30 or some bullshit like that because I'm the only one in the bar until we open. Nobody else would drag their ass in until after that, even the managers <laughs> and the owners. But it, uh, so I'm laying there. It's like 4 o'clock, maybe 5. 
I just getting ready to have to get up the worst fucking time of the day. And I start hearing like these clanking noises. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? All this clanking and clanking, clanking. And it sounds like it's in my backyard. So I go out in my backyard. Like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and I hear it. It's around the corner. Go outside and I go around the front. And there's this homeless guy crushing cans on the side of my house. I go, hey, man, what the fuck are you doing? And he was just like, hey, fuck you. I was like, fuck me, man. This is my fucking house. Get the fuck out of here. I'm going to shoot you. He's like, no, you won't, pussy, or some shit like that. And I was like, god damn it, I'm not. He's right. God damn it. And I, and I go, you know what, dude? I'm going to fucking deal with you when I get home from work. You bet your ass. It, it better not be here. Or, you know, I was just being an asshole, talking shit. Yeah. Go to work, come home. His shit's on the side of my house. He's not there. I go, what the fuck is this? And I go out there, and I'm getting ready to grab it. And I go, you know what? This guy might have needles in his shit. I'm not fucking touching this, getting hepatitis from this dirty fucking bum. I'll deal with him later. And I think I, I think he didn't come back for a couple of days because nothing happened. And he comes back, does it again. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to call. I just gotten sober, so it's follow the rules. You know, don't be an asshole type of shit. So I call these numbers. I, I call one number. They, oh, no, you got to call this number. I call, oh, no, you got to call this number. And they're just sending me back Giving and forth. You the run I finally get a, an answering machine. They're like, oh, yeah, just leave a message. We'll get back to you. I'm like, these people are never going to call me back. So I'm like, I got to deal with it myself. So the next time he does it, I go out in my backyard and I spray him with water. <laughs> <laughs> with a hose while he's doing it and he gets all pissed off and he goes fucking aggro and i just go inside and close the door i like had a day off i think so i was able to just deal with it you know i got a house focus on your head on your <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he doesn't leave and the next day i get home from work and his shit's still on the side of my house and i go you know what fuck this guy and i go up into my into my cabinet and I grab some fucking syrup oh. and I go down and I just dump an entire bottle of syrup all over his stuff. And I, it, cause we had the house was the worst ants house I had ever fucking had. So I knew just, you know, within minutes his, his shit was just going to be infested with ants and dude, he was fucking pissed. I could hear him yelling <laughs> and screaming and throwing shit. It was awesome. I felt great. And dude, for like a week after that, I was getting people knocking on my door. Hey man, where the fuck's Lance at? I'm like, who the fuck is Lance? There's no Lance living here. <laughs> no, and they're like, he no man, he lives on. He's, he keeps his shit over there. I'm like, fuck you. Get the fuck off my porch. <laughs> like, I, and this was Jesus. Twelve years ago. Yeah. Like it's not gonna get any better, folks. This was twelve fucking years yeah, ago. Especially when they're they're paying people to paying people to live on the streets. Basically. I, yeah. I mean what Yeah. Wh I've I've seen some of the data on um the budgets for like LA and New York of how many like hundreds of millions and even over a billion dollars that are budgeted to handle homeless issues. But then the people running the programs make, you know, 250000 bucks a pop. Like, oh, but nothing's happening with the homeless. It's ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. It's fucked up, you know. 
They're not going to do anything. I heard somebody say it best. I don't remember who said it, but they said you can't monetize the homeless. And he goes, that sounds like something Tim Dillon would say. <laughs> and, and, you know, it, it kind of makes sense. Like, you can solve these other problems. You can make them look sexy. There's ways to make make problem guns. You know, that's a that's a sexy problem to have hmm. right there. We can we can solve that. We can make great propaganda. We can pass laws. We can throw people in jail. Like this is you know this is a this is an easy one. Homeless. What do you you can make a fucking Sally Struthers tried it. Everybody laughed her. Remember Sam Struthers? Fuck you or not? <laughs> Sally Struthers. Remember uh, Sam Kenner said fuck you. <laughs> he had that whole bit about that. So I don't know. I don't think it's going to get solved. You know, yeah. best thing we can do is shrink down the government and incentivize private property laws. Right. Get these people out. If they don't have anywhere to go, you know, figure it out or go to make, go to Portland. We, We're coming to Idaho. Make a make a new Australia, I guess. Yeah, uh, <laughs> oh. we could turn Antarctica into Australia. No, no, no. That's where all the lizard people live. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> well, they can just feed on the ones who don't work hard enough. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's let's uh, hear the rest of this interview. So where does this stand? What happens next? How do we make this happen? Yes, at this point, oh, we've been engaged for the last two years in conversations. As a matter of fact, uh, two years ago, myself, I'm a, I was the chair of a committee and it teamed with the Senate we invited Oregon down to come and present to us. And right now we've actually taken a resolution, joint memorial resolution through on the House side, it's passed. And so we've now sent it to the Senate side. And and so we'll see if not this year, it may be next year, but you know, we've had a lot of positive response to this. And um, Oregon is, is doing some of the same things. And I think you're seeing a picture right there. Uh, there's a lot of beautiful land and you know, besides, it's, it's gorgeous. But, you know, the other thing that we have to keep in mind, the, the area that would be impacted, they're very much like-minded people, very much like us here in Idaho. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I would be thrilled to have them join us. And how would it affect the elections? Because this is a group of, it's 13 counties, 11 or 13. What's correct? Uh, currently, there have been 11 counties okay. that have passed resolutions uh, to go ahead and continue talks with us. Um, you know, when you look nationally and through through the through the years, what you can do when it comes to maybe creating a state, moving a state, there are, there are really only three ways to move. You can either create a new state. That's not going to happen unless mm -hmm. you're Washington, D.C. We know that. Uh, you could succeed from the union, and we know how well that had gone about mm -hmm. 150 years ago. And really the most viable means of, of creating a change really is in moving the border. And so that's what we're looking to do. It certainly makes sense. And with the recent Claremont Institute study that had been about a year-long study, uh, Idaho would would essentially benefit as far as it's not going to hurt our people at all. It's not going to cost us. Another benefit for us here in Idaho is, Here's you know, our one. policies, our laws are very different. In Oregon, you know, they believe in drugs at all levels. And so right on our border, uh, closer to Boise, our major metropolitan area, 
you'll see a lot of cars over on that other side in Oregon purchasing drugs. Yeah. And the, you know, one of the know what great things about. about this is it would push that border hours away yeah. and hours away from our populace. And yeah, from Barbara, we've done so many drugs. stories on, on. We believe in drugs. <laughs> yeah. So that's the big sticker. You know, I read an article earlier where the, um, the guy that owns the pot shop that I go to was interviewed on it. And I think he gave a pretty good interview. It was NPR, unfortunately. So I'm not going to read it on the show because fuck them. Um, you know, he was saying that this is going to be the issue that people in Oregon and these Western counties, they don't, and these are our bordering counties. So these ones are the ones that are going to matter. They don't want to give up the weed. Yeah. I, what, what do you think? <laughs> I, I'd say I'd say go for it because I mean if you just gotta take a short drive across the border to get your grass and drive on home no mm. no no biggie it won't be a short drive we're talking three hundred miles homie oh fuck well um this is this is a big move I'd say grow it yourself then I think it's worth it I think it's worth the sacrifice if that's what has to happen I think it's worth it you know yeah I um quickly on this i have a bit of a conspiracy theory that i've been thinking of recently you know how how we always got people come hunter biden lined up lied on a gun permit he's a drug user he lied i think uh uh, probably a few million people in this country have done that and that would be a a very useful avenue for these monsters to take people's guns away Mm -hmm. go online be like hey Picture of you smoking. Here's a podcast of you talking about smoking weed. You know, here's this, here's that. Guns, give them to me. So luckily for me, I quit long before I bought my guns. <laughs> I still think it's worth. I think it's a worthwhile trade off, yeah. though. I, 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 I hope what happens is this shouldn't be about drug use. The the conversation shouldn't be about drug use. No. And I really hope that the people like this, we don't, I, I should probably try and get him on the show. That'd be sweet. I hope he tackles it from a freedom argument. Hey man, we're not arguing for drug use. Yeah. We don't want kids using drugs. We'll do this. We'll do that. Like if you want us to do this, that, and the other, we'll do it. But this is about freedom. You complained for two years about the liberals forcing you to, my body, my choice. You, you used to, I thought it was my body, my choice. Well, that works for you when it's a vaccine, but when it comes to weed, no. Yeah, if it can. And all of them have no problem going to the bar and hammering back whiskey all fucking night. Right, yeah. How many, yeah. <laughs> and I was talking with somebody earlier. I think it's, I think alcohol is the worst one. It is by far. That's why it's the most legal and accessible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I've worked in bars for 10 years. I've seen just the worst horrible shit. You know, drunk people are the fucking worst. <laughs> I don't know. They're just terrible to be around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> for sure. It's just they're horrible. <laughs> you know what I mean? I th- I'd like drug to, addicts. I, I like to think a of- lot of times you don't even know people are on drugs. Like, a good drug addict, <laughs> nobody around them, n- like my fucking dad, dude, nobody knew he was a drug addict for 30 fucking years. Because yeah. he kept his job. Like, you can't do that if you're a fucking drunk. You just can't. Yeah. 
I uh, they just can't keep it together. In, in this day and age, I walk around in society and I assume everybody is on drugs <laughs> because basically yeah. they are in one shape. Just because a doctor wrote you a prescription, you think you're not on opioids or, you know, you're not taking Wait legal Wait a minute, meth? Nolan. <laughs> are, you, are you telling me that you think Kamala Harris is on drugs? Absolutely. No way. <laughs> let's, uh, let's go to a, uh, let's go to TikTok for a PSA about TikTok. I know you guys mainly came to uh, my profile here on TikTok uh, to watch my VR chat videos, you know, the shit that I've been posting regularly. Um, but the only reason why I'm making this video is because I needed to let you guys know that my state, the state of Montana, has effectively made the decision to ban TikTok as far as I'm aware. Oh my God. And it should be implemented within January of 2024. I'm a, um, I'm a so I just wanted to let you guys know that if you do see a dwindle in content or oh, a is. complete eradication of content from this account, oh, I, I sorry. sincerely apologize. Day. I would also like to specify that I may be dropping off of social media altogether uh -oh. if this wave of What's transphobia happened? continues throughout the United States of America. For those who are unaware, transgender people have been taking a lot of heavy hits lately from legislators and political parties. So I just need you guys to be aware. If I essentially disappear, I'm sorry. What a shame. Yeah. What a shame. <laughs> the the ironic major hits from legislators. It's like, oh my god, you can't teach fucking uh, transgender ideology to to children anymore no this and you know what and just for the record just for the record since we are on youtube this week so far i hope that he she they alien bird pixie has a great time on instagram reels <laughs> what do you what do you think nolan you're a montanan what, what do you think about this tiktok ban uh well i mean personally it doesn't really affect me at all, basically, um, uh, my I, I always tell everybody I'm a one social media guy, and uh, you know I only really have the bandwidth to deal with one, um, like you know, uh, input output source. So I I get on the Instagrams, I surf a little bit, I post a little bit, and and that's all I do. Uh, people that need to have their TikTok and their Twitter and their fucking Facebook and their, you know, their Instagram and every single, every single app out there just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. And honestly, I can't see it as really a bad thing for people, especially a lot of these young people not having that, uh, you know, not having access to another source that seems to be very um bad for everyone's mental health really and uh, not even not even to mention all the other aspects of spreading woke ideology and everything uh, you know uh, imagine them uh, somebody that per whoever that was on that video imagine them not having access to their tiktok and then god forbid that they have an original independent thought <laughs> an opinion on something <laughs> All right, Sean Hannity, let me fucking lay down the law on this one. This is the worst. This, this drives me nuts so much about fucking conservatives. My kid's going woke. 
call the government. Yeah. Like, whose fucking fault is that, moron? Stop sending them to the school. People have been telling you this shit forever. Don't give them a cell so that phone. That drives me nuts. Dude, I and I'm sure I've said it on this podcast before, but I've been telling people in my in my social life for a while now, the Republicans are gonna fuck up. Don't get fucking cocky. They they are so terrible at everything that they're gonna fuck up <laughs> really quick. Like they just can't help themselves. They're gonna go too far. And this is it, dude. They went too fucking far. Like, you can't go to the government to raise your fucking kids. Yeah. That is why we are in the problem that we are in right now. You got to fucking deal with it yourselves. If, and first off, like, what are you doing, man? You're raising a new crop of kids to literally hate you at this point. Like, you have all the fucking momentum in your state. And right now, every kid in high school is like, what the fuck? You know, sure, they can probably use a VPN, but can they afford a VPN? I couldn't afford a VPN. And do you think my or your parent, you think Roy would have let you fucking Roy, please leave a comment if you are watching. Would you have let Nolan purchase a VPN for $24 a month to look at TikTok while he was in high school? Thanks, Roy. Have a good one. I mean, it's, I, I don't know, dude. I, it's stupid. I, I, I totally, you gotta I, let your people be free. I totally agree with that. And that was one point that I thought about before the show. But like always, I couldn't, I couldn't call to it. But, uh, but yeah, it's same, same thing. As soon as you, you let the government dictate, you know, one aspect of your life, it should definitely be dealt with. Um, you know, put out, put out an actual PSA, um, exposing the uh the issues with the chinese data uh farming whatever and and say We're we all we, doing we it, reckon though. yeah that's true so well, that doesn't really matter Dude, but it's, just, if that's it, what drives me nuts about this is we know they're all doing it elon was just on tucker the other night saying that they were looking at they were snooping people's dms oh at twitter oh shit <laughs> you think they're not doing it at fucking Facebook and Instagram. I know we fucking say some spicy shit on fucking Instagram, doggy. Like we got to be careful. Damn it. Like I don't know. Uh, we got to move to Discord or something. I thought, like I, I think they can get to that, that were Discord's where we got. That's our next fucking story. Holy shit! So yeah, we can do that. Why the fuck not? So Seymour Hirsch back in the news. The Seymour Hirsch, you know, the mo probably the most respected investigative journalist in American history until he reported on Nord Stream 2, <laughs> has a new fucking report out, and this is a really fun one. Let's see. Where is it? Ah, here we go. And I've got a really great—I like this one. Ready? Now to the latest in the Ukraine war. A lot is happening there. President Zelensky is under fire for corruption. A new report says he embezzled the aid money. Oh my a gruesome God, video has gone viral. It shows the beheading of a Ukrainian. <laughs> oh my God, they and beheaded the And does the battle for Bakhmut have a winner? Russia says yes, Ukraine says no. We'll cover all of Hold on a second. I, this is missing something. This woman's great. But I think <clears throat> she needs her own soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> They're starting with the report on Zelensky. It was released by an American investigative journalist, Seymour Hirsch, a Pulitzer Prize winning reporter. Recently, he was in the news for saying that America bombed the Nord Stream gas pipelines. 
and now he's dropped another bombshell. He says Zelensky and his team have embezzled about $400 million. $400 that million. Apparently, this was done last year. You remember what else started last year? Zelensky began his sacking spree. He fired many top officials, all for corruption. Now the new report says this was done to placate the U.S. And that American officials knew that Zelensky and team are skimming millions. They wanted the corruption to be more discreet. This is all in Seymour Hersh's report. They wanted he the corruption to be more discreet. They wanted the corruption to be more discreet. We're sorry. Zelensky was under pressure from the Americans, so he <laughs> sacked some of his people. Then Hersh goes on to make other claims, like how Zelensky is actually using American funds to buy Russian oil. He apparently what? skirts sanctions and uses American yep. funds to get the Russian oil. It seems counterintuitive. Why would he do it? Why would so you the do obvious it? question is, how much of the report is true and how does Seymour <clears throat> Hersh know all of this? He says that his sources are anonymous U.S. intelligence officials. But we'll never know for sure, I guess. So expect public denials and a veto on the investigations. But the truth may not come out anytime soon. And speaking of doubt in the face of disturbing information, there's a horrific video that has been circulating on... <laughs> 400 million dollars to 400 million they are not messing around over there in ukraine isn't that wild all those <laughs> we wanted it to be on and remember back this was just a few months ago Rand paul and thomas massey both introduced legislation before the house and senate to put a um an inspector general in charge of finding out where the money's going and both fucking House and the Senate squashed yep. it. They didn't even let it come out to the floor yeah. for a debate. Yeah. Like, are you crazy? <clears throat> we don't want to know where the money's going. Oh, well, Wild. of course, yeah. So uh, I I heard a really crazy little piece of info the other day. Um, I didn't verify uh there there was there was a website or something to go to look at this video of somebody that got submitted a bunch of what is it a FOIA freedom of information act yeah um and according to this person that said that they uh, apparently not a single member of Biden's um appointed cabinet any of his administration none of them have uh, apparently there's an affidavit that you're supposed to sign and get notarized to like finalize being like sworn in into your position and not a single person in his administration has the kicker apparently that I heard that really stood out is without that you can't be tried for treason so all of these people running oh. our government in, in oh. Biden's administration right now technically could be held um or uh, tried for impersonating. Are doing treasonous acts. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But they they can't be wow. charged for treason. So they did a. So they essentially did a COA for treason. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, COA is cover yo ass, <laughs> dude. That's fucking nuts. I didn't read that. That's that's, that's what wild. I heard. <clears throat> wow. And like I said, that first time I'd heard even caught wind of anything like that, have not verified the um, the source yet, but just 
mind-blowing. It makes total sense for the way shit's going. I mean, with just tying it into the Ukraine money, if yeah. if they actually find out what's what's where the money's actually flowing to and what's really going on, I'm sure there should be several people, yeah. um, you know, put up for treason. But legally, we probably can't. Wow. Best you can get them for is impersonating um, a government official because they're not actually. Well, the the other cool thing, I guess, would be that none of these people have any authority or power. So. Uh, I'm going to be interested to see what Uncle Sam has to say when um, old Nolan doesn't file his taxes. <laughs> that's a that's going to be fun. Damn, I'm trying to find this fucking video. Let me go into here real quick and see if I do have it. It's not going to look great, but that's okay. So the big news of the day Tucker is out at Fox. I'm sure you heard this. I I mean, I can't imagine that there are many people in this country that haven't fucking heard that Tucker's out at Fox. Man, I was not expecting that. No, not at all. I mean, he's he's what the number one. They fired him. Oh, they they fired him. I I didn't hear that. I think the five. Yeah, they fired him. It wasn't like oh, we're gonna split ways. No, dude. His episode. I watched the end of his episode last Friday. And he, he's like, oh, we'll be back Monday. Not even a hint of, like, not going to. No, dude, he wasn't expecting this shit at all. And uh, so I've got a couple videos here so we can kind of see what's going on. A um, couple things happened last night that maybe people haven't heard yet. So let's go to good old 60 Minutes for a report. Oh, what the hell? Oops. Hold on. Hold on. I turned my I turned my volume down <laughs> so it wouldn't go off. All right, here we go. Who is Ray Epps? <laughs> that question has animated Fox News host Tucker Carlson for nearly two years. Ray Epps? He's on video several times encouraging crimes, riots, breaches of the Capitol. Carlson has focused on Epps more than 20 times on his top-rated show, a half-dozen times so far this year. He's obsessed with me. He's <laughs> going to any means possible to destroy my life. To destroy your life? Dude's on camera saying, we gotta go into the Capitol. Multiple times. And... He's not in fucking... What about the lives of all the people that you sent into the fucking Capitol? Their lives have, you know, maybe gotten a little rough there, O'Ray. And one thing I noticed about this guy, dude, he looks about 10 years older than he did in that picture. He got got cut off from the the baby blood. The the good news (laughs) is is that this is fucking weighing on him. Whatever it is, like... Dude, I... I think he's a Fed, obviously, 100%. or at least had some sort of cooperation. But, you know, even if he's not, fuck him. Hey, in my book, if you're cooperating with a Fed, Why? you are a Fed. Th- yeah. And I mean, he obviously got some sort of fucking deal. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, they had to have interviewed the fucking guy. All right. To shift blame on somebody else. If you look at it, Fox News. Marjorie Taylor Greene, Ted Cruz, 
gates, they're all telling us before this thing that it was stolen. So you tell. So he says, Tucker wants to shift blame onto somebody else. And then what does he do? Shift blame to Fox. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, what kind of bullshit is that? Uh, he wants to, they were telling us before that this thing was stolen. And he's sitting here acting like, I guarantee you, he sat down with the feds and was like, oh, they lied to me. I, I'm a good boy now, and I used to be a Fox. And they even said I, in one I, of the other interviews, yeah. he used to be a Fox News watcher, but now he's not. He knows the truth. Epps, he's who a used good to boy. be a loyal Fox News viewer. Yeah, dude. All right, let's finish me. this fucker off. Who has more impact on people, them or me? Uh, Epps, once a- Who has more impact on people, them or me? <clears throat> You were standing at the front of the line when they kicked the fucking thing over. Tucker's on a show. Yeah. You led people, pushed people into that place that are in prison right now. Got got uh, I, an Air Force vet shot in the face, right? And this is what I'm talking about with shifting blame. Conservatives, they're not raising their kids right, and then they shift blame. Oh, it's TikTok. Oh, their algorithm is just poison they're poisoning our kids with the algorithm and you know what that algorithm is full of there t- it takes two to tango those algorithms are all full of videos of kids doing this fucking shit mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's based off of what there'd be what, no what, algorithm if there was no fucking videos it seems like these kids like this this app they, they quite a bit they wouldn't have an algorithm for you if they had no input data on what you view what you and, watch what you want to watch and the real problem is 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 instagram and um, YouTube shorts, they don't have the algorithm. And all the ad money is going to TikTok right now. Yep. They're killing them. Yep. So let's finish this fucker off. Loyal Fox News watchers told us he doesn't Loyal. understand how he got cast as the he villain. He doesn't understand. How am I the He's on fucking video. I don't understand how I got cast as the villain. Isn't that the craziest fucking thing you've ever heard? Holy shit. And then he, there's pictures of his texts. Like, I orchestrated it. It's like, yeah, we know. We have eyes, motherfucker. I don't know how I... Unreal. <laughs> Unreal. They believed the 2020 election had been stolen from Boy, Donald Trump these and considered January 6th we a legitimate boys. protest. It was a sloppy election. And then to top that off, you have talking heads reporting that there's problems with the voting machines and different things like that. The election's stolen. So, yeah, we had concerns. I, I wanted to be there. I wanted to witness this with my own eyes. So then you have to ask... Hey man, so are you a gullible moron or are you lying? Because it's only one of the two. Mm -hmm. You can't be a fucking smart. Like, Hey, I'm an idiot. Obviously, (laughs) you know, like I got duped. Like, no man, you don't sound like a fucking idiot. Well, Oh, they hypnotized me. Fuck you. Maybe he's MK ultra. Maybe he didn't know he was doing what he was doing. And he wasn't searching out this information <laughs> on his own at all. And nope. he didn't buy a fucking ticket and fly to Washington, D.C. from Arizona on his own fucking credit card. I mean, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? I, he's, you know what it is? Reading the fucking script. <laughs> yep. So I'm guessing that 
that Fox got some serious fucking pushback from that, and I'm I'm guessing top fucking. Do do you watch Secession the show? Succession. Succession. Yeah, I just I actually just got into that. Oh, it's a great yeah, show. Yeah. So that's based on Roger Ailes' family and Fox. So right now the kids are running the show. Yeah. They're running the company. Roger Ailes, you know, he's dead. But, uh, you know, and word is, is these kids are, are a little more left-leaning than he is. And they're not liking the direction they're going in. And they want to be a little bit more Sean Hannity and a little li- bit less Tucker Carlson. Maybe <laughs> Jesse Waters is going to be the... Jesse Waters is the fucking worst. I'm Waters... <laughs> This is my world. It's like, no, it's not. You're on Fox's set. What is wrong with you? We are going to find out something interesting about Tucker, though, is how good is he? Yeah. Because he's going to be, I mean, is what's he going to do? Pay his production staff to go with him? And are you going to keep the news format for your show? Well, like, it's kind of a... What? You know, doing breaks and like, what is it? What's he gonna do? Is he gonna do interviews? I don't know. Some people are are um, theorizing that he could run for president or maybe be Trump's vice president or DeSantis' vice yeah, president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see that happening personally. Definitely not this election. I don't election. see him as a. I don't see him as a. I don't see any of those three as a vice. I think all of this fucking talk of a team up between of any of any of these guys has to stop because I don't think any of them revises. Yeah. I think these are the, the alphas and they're not going to fucking take shit. Um, what was I going to say? So I, I would, I would see him either going, going with like, um, to the blaze. That's Glenn Beck's, right? I don't think they have the money. Well, I don't, uh, you never know, but maybe uh, either that or he's just going to start up his own network uh, backed by Kid Rock. That'd be sick. <laughs> That'd be sick. I mean, I, I don't know, dude. He makes a lot of money. He makes like 30 mil a year. Well, he doesn't anymore. <laughs> uh, No, but he's, dude, I'm, I'd say he's probably worth 100 mil a year. Yeah, probably. And just going independent, it could be an instant fucking juggernaut, but he's got to get it off the ground, I guess. It'll be interesting to see what happened. It's wild that, like, their top show, they just shit-canned. You wouldn't, you <laughs> doesn't sound like a good business decision. <laughs> no, it does not. <laughs> and on that, we're out of here. Good night. Adios. Eighteen making raps till I'm eighty though, and too hard for the fucking radio.